Yay! Welcome to Yes to Soul, an Akashic Spark podcast with Tatiana. I'm a certified advanced Akashic Record practitioner with all five certifications from Linda Howe's curriculum. I use the pathway prayer process to access the heart of the Akashic Records. My pronouns are she, her. I am a messenger being called to plant the seeds of this resource, sharing the knowledge and educating to the best of my ability to awaken humanity so that their paths may be illuminated. The Akashic Records are an energetic realm of love that holds the vibrational record of your soul story as it pertains to you. Love is the fuel for you and your journey in this lifetime as well as past and future lives. If this lights a spark in you, then I invite you to join me, and I'm delighted to have you here. Let's begin this Akashic adventure. Hi, today I am going to interview Monica Blanco. She is an energy clearing specialist, theta healing practitioner, and of course she's familiar with the Akashic Records. Hi, Monica. Hi, Tatiana. Thank you for having me. Can you briefly tell your story about how you found or were led to the Akashic Records and also the other work that you do? And can you explain the other work that you do as well? Sure. Um, It it was very interesting how I found the Akashic Records. It, um, I was already doing like, you know, theta healing work, energy clearings and all stuff, but for some reason, um, I was working in a place where I met Helen, and I loved her energy. Uh, Helen Vonderheide, she's she's amazing. So we were like co-workers, so to speak, and she was like, you know, I'm going to start teaching. And I was like, oh, my God. I, w- I was like, should I take it? Should I not take it? And she's like, whatever you feel called to. So when she started teaching, her, her actually, if I'm not mistaken, in her first class I was like I think it was kind of even like last minute sign me up and it was so interesting because I've done this for so many years like the energy healing you know intuitive readings and all that stuff and um I told Helen I was like Helen I'm so nervous what if I open the records and I don't hear anything (laughs) and she laughed and she was like Monica, you'll hear something. I was like, what if I, what if I don't hear any? I was so nervous not to hear anything, you know, because it was, um, I want to say it was a territory I wasn't familiar with. So I took the class with her and I just loved it. So I took, um, I took the first class and I think she gave the follow the advanced uh, Kaushik, I think maybe a few months. I don't want, I don't remember how many months after that. Mm-hmm. And I that one and I was like I just started seeing clients I was like the messages that would come through were so beautiful yeah and the the difference between the records and like what I do is I do so I've seen spirits since I was like two or three years old I used to see dark spirits it wasn't like I saw angels and masters no it was like darkness and um so ever since i was two or three i started seeing um dark spirits once i got in my teens 
I shut it off. I was like, I can't do this. And I was like, what are they doing here? I didn't know what to do with them. Now, mind that my mom, you know, she's always been like looking for a spiritual path, like finding that, I want to say, um, that connection with source that usually in religions, you know, it's, it's like God and the punisher and all this. So I was like, I was always like, oh, mom, oh, mom, you know, and one day um, I had it like so bad. I had spirits in the house. It was like I did everything I thought of. I did sage. I did holy water. I did Florida water. I did. I bought like a spray that said Archangel Michael spray. You know, it's like I was like, why are these spirits like here? And like I said, you know, they weren't pretty <laughs> so um as time went on uh that that time that i had a really rough time i was like you know what i'm shutting it off again i was just i can't do this so i shut it off and then you know i met uh my son's father i have an 11 year old and he when we decided to have my son which his name is angel um once i got pregnant it kind of like started firing up again. I was more intuitive. I was like, there was something that, you know, of course, motherhood just opens up. And I was very, you know, in and out of like seeing stuff. But one day when my son was about, I don't, I think he was about a year old. He was like barely starting to walk. I had a really bad night. Like, there was a spirit in the house and it was very, very dark and he wasn't leaving. And I tried everything I knew and I was more concerned because of my son, you know, he was little. Yeah. And that night, what they, they did something that they've never done. It touched my leg. Like I, I was like falling asleep and I felt a brush of something and it touched me and I was like, Oh my God, I was so mad. I was so, I was mad at God. I was mad at spirits. I was mad at everybody and did the same thing, you know, saged and did everything and nothing worked. Point is, finally went to sleep. So the next morning, I woke up, you know, I barely had slept through the night. The next morning, um, my son, you know, woke up, gave him a bath, you know, ready for, I had to go to work. He went to daycare. And as he went to the kitchen, he came back and he said, mommy, there's a monster. I was like, oh no, <laughs> I, I didn't say that to him. I was like, really, <laughs> like, where? And he was like, kitchen. So I went to the kitchen, you know, I held his hands and I said, so let's do something. I said, let's close our eyes. And I said, close your eyes and just visualize, just imagine we're surrounded by light mm -hmm. and imagine that this beautiful light. And I was like trying to make him imagine like, you know, the energy of God, you know, universe energy. And so I finished like doing like what I thought was a small prayer. And I said, open your eyes. I'm like, do you see the monster? And he was like, no, monsters. No, I was like, he's gone. I was like, great. So as a good mommy, you know, I was like dropped him off at the daycare and once I got back in the car, I just broke down. Yeah. I started crying. And I called my mom and I said, fine. I gave in to my mom's like 
spiritual self. And I was like, <laughs> what do I have to do? And she said, I feel like I've been telling you for like a year, <laughs> you should try theta healing. Mm -hmm. And this technique will help you and not just yourself, it will help you with Angel. And if he does see things that, you know, you can clear them. I was like, I will take it. I'm like, let's do it. So I took the class and ever since then, it's, I've helped many people yeah. with hearings, with anything that they have issues with. So you, that's how I got it. And you teach as well, right? Um, so what I do is, so Theta Healing, um, basically Theta Healing, let me tell you how, how it works and what I assist with. So Theta Healing is a technique that um, helps people with belief systems and fears or blocks around anything in their life. And of course, you know, that includes anything around clearing negative energies. Now, as the time has gone on, I've, I've been in denial of being a teacher. I don't consider myself a teacher. <laughs> um, but my mom did get certified to teach theta healing classes. So she teaches classes that um, certify people who either healers who want to learn more about the technique, how to shield themselves, or like, how do I do this type of healing without getting drained, you know, whatever they're doing. So what I do is I assist my mom in the classes. Mm. Now, I do do workshops and I do um, like small classes, but I don't certify. I'm not certified to certify others, but I do help in the classes and mostly during the parts where we talk about clearings or the, anything that comes up around um, when, you know, when people come with clients and they have clients or something that's coming up around that, I can definitely assist. But um, my mom has been telling me for a while that I, maybe I should teach Theta Healing. And I'm still like, I don't know if I want to teach, but I'm literally there. It's just yeah, my denial. <laughs> How do you follow your heart? Wow. How do I follow my heart? Well, let me tell you. I want to say that actually it's something that my mom taught me. Mm -hmm. When you follow your heart, it's kind of like, I, I want to compare it to following your intuition because when something is not right, when something feels off, when you feel like if I stay here or if I do this, I feel like I'm not happy. That's when you you have to listen to your heart. So the way I follow it is I follow my guidance and how I feel and my intuition 99% of the time. And the reason why I say 99% is because that 1% that we all have of like, no, I'm going to do it my way. <laughs> <laughs> and then we fall on our face. <laughs> I've done that. So I follow my guidance. I always check in with myself, with my feelings. How does this make me feel? And sometimes it can be something as simple as, is it, should I go to the store today? 
should I do this? How do, how do I feel? And usually what I do is I put my hand on my heart. Mm-hmm. How does that feel? If I feel like this feels right, I'll do it. If for some reason, no matter what it is, even if it's a, a class, uh, I'm about to do something and I just feel it's not in alignment, I won't do it. And I'm, I'm teaching my son the same thing because when we don't follow our heart, most of the time we're not happy. Yeah. Our heart is the one that guides us. And actually, energetically, our heart is connected to source. I, I, I vaguely remember, but my understanding is that our heart is connected. There's a distance between our heart and our, our pineal gland. And our pineal gland gives us that intuition and that connection is connected to source, universe. So it's all in alignment. So following my heart is a must because when I don't, man, I, what, there's consequences. <laughs> And I do not like those. <laughs> I've learned the hard way enough. So no, I, I try to follow it. Like I say, 99% of the time. Beautiful. What are three things that you've learned either during the pandemic or maybe during the past few months? The first thing that came up is patience. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that helpful. <laughs> topic on itself it's it's, um, patience um i think i want to say patience was the first thing that came up because these times require that not just connection with 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 yourself but also like things are moving a bit slow we're all under the same roof all my clients are going through similar situations and it's like how do we navigate and one of the things is that if we don't have patience but this is not about okay i need to have patience no being a state of being how do we get to that spot how do we get to that space and being in in touch with ourselves connected to that, not just to your heart, like what we talked about earlier, but that connection. And I want to say that that's one of the things that I've, I've actually requested, like, how, ah, I used to ask before, how can I have more patience? And I would ask for like, I need patience. It's the wrong thing to ask, because then you'll get situations that will require patience. (laughs) (laughs) I just like to say, I am patience. (laughs) Is that the right wording? (laughs) Um, So that's the first thing that came up. Um, The other thing that that came up um, is love. Love, love not just one another, love every situation, love every breath. I've seen so many situations during this time of We've lost people, we've lost pets, friends, so loved ones. And during this time, I feel like we need to do the best we can. And I feel like doing the best we can does not mean forcing something or having to do something. I feel like it's more like, what can we do today 
to be there for that person. So it's made me more aware of how to, to care for one another, mm-hmm. which brings me to maybe the third one, being present. How are you present in your life? Because we're usually, even as parents, thinking about the next minute, the next step, like trying to move in that space of what's next, what's next, plan a week ahead, plan a month ahead. And I want to say that I usually am very organized and I like to keep something in that order. I want to say that it's a type of control where we're like planning, planning, planning. And in these times, I feel like all you can do is be present. And how can you be present? How can you be? Because usually we tend to say like, I am present. I'm right here. I'm listening to you. But are you paying attention? Like, are you really in that moment with the person? Or are you thinking about um, what I'm going to do for lunch? What I'm going to do for, oh, oh, tonight I have this, tonight I have that. And so being present has brought me to just being here in this moment. And one of the things that I I kind of went back to in all my uh I want to say all my learnings in this spiritual path is that I have under my sleeve, I want to say like maybe like 10 to 15 different types of meditations that I do uh, depending on how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I came back to, which I had touched upon, maybe, I want to say maybe like two or three years ago, is mindfulness meditation. And I had tried it. It's too slow for me back then, <laughs> point given on patience and being present. <laughs> um, I went back to it right now. And one of the things is that with Theta Healing and with even the Akashic or any other type of meditation, if you notice, it's like, go within and let's go out. You know, we in Theta, we go and connect to source. So we leave, let's say, quote unquote, our space, which I don't think we're leaving, but we move out of our space to be in that energy of God, source, universe, the Akasha. We do a prayer and we connect. So it's like everything is there. So when I started doing mindfulness again, it was like, focus on your breath, focus on the breathing and your chest, focus on your stomach here now present (laughs) oh my goodness Tatiana if I told you that I had like the hardest time I'm used to just going out not within or being here (laughs) uh, I told one of my uh, mindfulness teachers I told her I was like I'm having a hard time and this is Monica this is this is the person that's so like uh, I got it I'm so in tune how can I be with myself in in this moment and being present, learning how to be fully present in the now has been a very, very, I want to say the best process I've, I've had in a long time of knowing how to be here with myself and being present with my family and with each and every client. And it's not easy. 
but it's a daily practice, like everything. So I want to say those are the three, the three things that I've yeah, I mean, I mean, one thing about the pandemic is it's so difficult to plan things for the future, right? Like every single time you try to plan something, stuff changes with the world or with, you know, restrictions. Yeah. And so it's like learning to be okay with not being able to plan really, right? It's like someday I will whatever, right? Travel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, with everything. It's even like going to the store. It's like, <laughs> You have to plan ahead, make sure you have everything with you. It's, it's literally like what I was saying, like being present, like you can't just forget your mask or if you're wearing gloves or whatever it is, it's like being in the now. That's uh, no no planning. So a hundred percent with you there. All right. What would you want or what do you want to learn more about? What's piquing your interest? Oh, so many things. So many things. Um, I want to say that I'm, 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 because it's there. I feel like there's no end to this spiritual path. I want to continue learning how to expand my senses, my awareness. Uh, I want to. Very interesting. I've been asking for this for a long time, and I think this is why probably I'm in this space is how can I learn to be more in connection with the source, with universe, and tap into that energy of compassion. Mm-hmm. Compassion, I feel it's um, it's a journey where we we're all tapping into in a different way shape or form and i feel like i haven't i haven't even tapped into like the top the surface like um very interesting with compassion is that when we did um when we took uh the the third class that I, the Akashic class, it's um, the healing, healing one. Yeah. There was a part where we spoke about compassion. Mm-hmm. I just had no idea that it's, it's not even like a work in progress. I feel like us as humans, we don't grasp that sense of or that essence so I feel like I want to learn more how to tune into that energy Mm -hmm. how to be more compassionate and I want to say first of all with myself yeah because we're like oh you know what let me help you let me let me do this for you let me do that but how many times do we do things for ourselves and mostly when we have kids it's like they come first we do this for them first, we do this. But like I always tell my clients and even myself, it's like, it's kind of like putting that mask on, that oxygen mask. You can't help them if you don't do it for yourself. So I wanna say, I wanna expand more my senses, my intuition, my, the spiritual path journey, expand more into that energy of universe and learn more 
about everything that I've come across and much more that I have no idea because we think we learned something like, oh, I know how to read the records, let's say, great. No, each and every time you open the records, there's something different, new. <laughs> it's not like it's square. This is how it goes, you know? So I want to say that that would be, compassion would be one of my my biggest journeys that I would like to expand on. That must be so cool though, because your mom has similar interests in you and similar training that you guys can have those conversations, right? As, as mother, daughter, and also as, as adults, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Really cool. She, we have like all these epiphanies. It's like, it's like, oh my God, do you remember when we did this? This is the meaning of it. And then two seconds later, was it the meaning? Was it this? Was it that? And you know, and it's, yeah. it's very now, I want to say that today, it's very beautiful to have that connection with her and know that if any questions that I have about that, we can just sit down and have a conversation. Yeah. Or, you know, as all parents and kids, it wasn't always like that, but today I can say that, yes. <laughs> I'm so blessed and grateful that we're in this journey together, that I chose her, she chose me. <laughs> I love that. Okay, here's a fun question. If you could travel in time, when and where would you go? Because I know that you know some of your past lives. <laughs> yes, where? That is such a cool question. That's <laughs> Well, if I go with my my gut feeling, like the first image when you said into time, mm -hmm. there's two things that came up like immediately. Well, three, but I'm just going to say two. Like I saw three images, but the first image that I saw was Jesus. Right. Nice. The time when Jesus walked the earth. It's like, that's the first I saw him. Literally, as you were saying it, I like physically saw him. And well, maybe, yeah, it's a past life because I saw him literally like walking and he just looked at me as he was walking. So that would be the time that I would love to go to. But interesting that as, as I saw him walking, the image, not behind him, but like to the side was Egypt. So I want to say that maybe even the time of the pharaohs, like, mm -hmm. and see like, what was behind when they were building the pyramids and because it was so precise, you know, so measured down to a T, what was that wisdom and divine intelligence that they, they received <laughs> when and how to do it and the stars were aligned and, you know, all that stuff. So I would, I would say those two would be the, the, the times that I would, you said one, but I'm like, I just saw the two images. I love it. Those are great. <laughs> um, what is your favorite modality to receive and why? Oh, wow. To receive. So like from another practitioner, so not like to yourself, you know, you to yourself. Yeah, yeah. That's a hard one. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Let's see to receive. I'll tell you why it's a hard one because each and every one 
like I said, even with meditations, each and every one has its own gift. And it's like, what do I need or feel the need right now? Like, what is, yeah. is, is receive, not just calling my, do you receive regularly? Mm -hmm. Do you receive regularly? Are you, I don't, um, I don't. And that's why I feel it's a little bit hard because receiving, I'm like, it's going to be more complicated Define receiving, <laughs> um, for the longest, I want to say that Oh God, Tatiana, why did you ask me this? It's so hard. So I want to say that the one, and I, I know it sounds biased, but the one that I love receiving from because I feel the immediate shift is uh, Theta Healing. Mm -hmm. I can feel that shift of energy in that moment. But the one that came to mind, there's two that I want to say that I keep like, if it's not theta healing, the two that are right next to each other yeah. is chronic healing and um, Akashic readings, healings, yeah. <clears throat> because those two energies, I see them as pure light. And so when I'm receiving from either one of them, the essence because i don't want to say just energy because i don't feel it's just energy the essence of both i just feel in a place of bliss mm, beautiful yeah and i mean there's probably 20 other layers under the other modalities but we'll leave it at that for now <laughs> yeah i haven't ever experienced pranic or theta healing mm-hmm mm-hmm but for me, I know that when I receive Akashic Record readings, it's different with different people. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's not like, you know, when you get a Swedish massage, you kind of know, you can kind of predict. Yeah. And there's things you can predict, of course, but but also I, I find it to be really different with different people. Yeah. And also kind of where I'm at that day, you know? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Because you're, you're a participant in your, uh, in your healing. Of course, so. yeah. And it's, I want to say it's the same with actually every type of healing because with theta, um, it's the same. Yeah. Not two practitioners are the same and the energy is very different. Uh, with pranic, it's also the same. Pranic will, the depending on the practitioner, you will yeah. feel sometimes, and also, like you said, you know, depending on the space that you're in, because you will feel it a certain way. Sometimes I'm like fully aware, like, okay, I've been here for like 10 minutes and I can feel that it's been 10 minutes, but sometimes it's like, I'm just gone, just receiving. So yeah, it's, um, it's beautiful, but whenever you're open to, I will definitely assist you with a Theta Healing session. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Thank you. We, we'll talk after this. <laughs> Okay. Uh, oh, the next thing I want to do is I want to pull a tarot card and you tell me um, how this resonates with you, either from a Kashuk perspective or a Theta perspective. Does that sound cool? Yes. Yeah. This is the Word Sisters Oracle deck. Have you heard of that one? Um, I think I have. Here we go. And you do, you do tar tarot as well, right? 
Yeah, so I do, um, I do tarot, I do oracle, I don't do oracle readings, but I do use a lot of oracle decks, so it just depends. What's your favorite? Um, oh, I have one that's called, um, oh my goodness, I blanked out, I have the image right here, what's the name? I'll see if the name comes to mind, but it's a beautiful deck that um, it has everything from like what we think is energy from from the galaxy so it looks mm -hmm. like et energy but it also has like very grounding so it talks about like beings of um like fairies and all that so it has like a it's a very open one it would, is it the starseed uh, one yes. yes that one yeah. yes <laughs> i just thought like, i just I just got that one. I haven't played with it very much. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. So it has all types of energy. So I love that one. Yeah. Let me know how that goes. Yeah. I, I just, like, I, I, I haven't had that long. <laughs> the card that I pulled is number 14, Spell for Balance. It's time to invoke balance after weathering a gnarly storm. Your stores of energy are depleted and your luck is wearing thin. Make offerings of peace to those who, oh, those who you've made wary of your actions. Bathe yourself in milk and honey, rest your body into regenerative nooks of fog, cotton and field. Count the clouds, return to your soul source. It says spell ingredients, make a bouquet of wildflowers and weeds, lipidolite, is that how you pronounce it? Yes. Skull cap and watercolor paints. I'll show, you, I'll show you the card. You see it? Beautiful, yes. Wow, I love that deck. Yeah. That's beautiful. Well, let me tell you, uh, how does it resonate with me? Let me tell you something. So I, I use doTERRA essential oils and I sell doTERRA essential oils. Okay, yeah. Before we started, mm -hmm. I put balance on. Ah. That's <laughs> now, very interesting too i have the balance symbol tattooed right here oh all right now three let me tell you that i believe everything has a balance there is no light without darkness and there is no darkness without light we have to have a type of balance and i feel like an exchange of energy everything needs to be balanced this is kind of like one of the i want to say the universal laws that i try to go with yeah my 99 percent of the time <laughs> <laughs> because i believe in that that universal balance and sometimes when situations happen we always see like, why did this happen? I know it's for the greater good, but we don't really see that if that didn't happen, we wouldn't be right here. Right. And so I believe strongly that there should be a balance. Same thing with, this is what I believe with even like dark spirits. They have to be there because they will teach it. If I didn't have that dark spirit in my apartment that day, maybe I would have not come into the healing world yeah yeah so i feel like balance is a must and even as a parent if we don't have that balance when there is an unbalanced energy 
things happen and it doesn't have to be bad. It's just that we have to then calibrate again to see, okay, where, where do we come back into yeah. being in that center space? So I fully, very interesting that that's the, the card that I came up. I love it. Thank you. I love that deck. Okay. Here's my set of questions that I ask everybody. What yeah. do you always say yes to and why? Oh my goodness. <laughs> you know that now I can say that I can say yes to several things because it was always, it was a joke with my sister. It was always a no. I would always be like, no, 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 no. Um, but now, uh, ice cream. <laughs> I can't say no to ice cream. It's it's really bad. I want to say ice cream and burgers. <laughs> That's great. It's really bad, but those are the things I have to say yes to. Like I'm like, oh, take it away. Don't don't move it. <laughs> um, yeah, those are the two things that I feel come up. <laughs> okay. And what might you say yes to and why? Might. Um, the first thing that I, I received was I might say yes to, and it's a might, is having, um, having that uh, energy, receiving that receiving an energy, healing, reading, I might, mm -hmm. because it's very rare that I do, but I, I feel like I can be more open to it only because I'm very guarded of my energy because of the, the work that I do with clearings. Yeah. So might, might. <laughs> And what have you just started saying yes to? Or maybe that's the ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did I just I maybe, actually that's it, the, the healings. Yeah. Um, because I've usually said no to them. Like I've, I've just been like a complete no. And um, now I'm like, I'm a little bit more open to it. Nice. Mm -hmm. And what do you rarely say yes to? <laughs> rarely say yes to uh some time off yeah. taking a break i rarely say yes to if i see that there's a day that i i i have it off i try to fill it with something and so saying yes to my mom told me the other day this day there's nothing there what do you say you do nothing and this was me like, what do you mean? Well, you mean, but I can still work on the computer. And she's like, nothing. And she's like, I'm like, I'm sorry. My, my brain is not processing it. <laughs> so I want to say to a day of rest, like, and not the, the type where you just lay down. It's like, give that day to myself. Yeah. That would be nice. You should do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes it's, it's in the works <laughs> it's in the works 
Is there anything else that you would like to share? Anything that I would like to share? I would say to anyone who's listening and feels that sometimes they feel like giving up, like there's no hope. Yeah. Like, is this it? I want to say that don't give up. There's always, always a reason not just to live, but to be. You are that reason for that someone else, that other person, family, friends. Don't give up. Things always shift and change. Change, my mom used to say all the time, there's always one thing that is for certain. I mean, there's others, but I'm not going to touch about the others, but is change. Change is one thing that we will always have. And if change wasn't there, we wouldn't evolve. So I want to say, keep strong, don't lose hope. And in those moments that you feel that you're losing hope or that you're giving up, remember that there's always light. There's always light. God, universe, angels, beings of light, they're always there for us. We're never alone. And having hope is is one of the things that can keep us moving forward. Do you find that you resist change or that you seek it? I seek it. Yeah. I, there was a period of, uh, in my life where I preferred routine, like no change. Yeah. I preferred like, just let's just keep it like this. And then when there was change, I could adapt kind of fast, but now if I don't have that change, man, <laughs> I, get, I don't want to say I get bored, but my, uh, I, I, I just need that. I need that yeah. shift. Yeah, it keeps it and once I find it, I'm like, yes, I'm so glad that it uh, shifted. And sometimes, don't get me wrong, it catches me off guard. I'm like, wait, what changed? Okay, okay, I'm like trying to catch up. But um, yeah, I, I want to say that I, I seek it. Do you want to share any information about how people can find you or book a reading yeah. with you, take a, take a workshop with you? Yeah, so um, my Instagram is, um, my Instagram name is at lightfrequency333. Also with my mom, we have uh, our Instagram, our business Instagram, which is um, at mypath2 underscore light. And that's our website also, um, mypath2light.com. And they can, you know, reach me through Instagram, send me a private message. Um, right there on my Instagram, I try to uh, post as much as I can in the stories, but sometimes I, you know, I fall off. But workshops that are happening are right there, or I'm tagged in a uh, yeah. podcast or anything like that. Um, my email address or the email address for the business is info at mypathtolight.com 
or my email is mypathtolight, then the number's 27 at Gmail. I'm like, everything is my path to light. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah, so any type of way uh, you can just either book or reach out, or if you have a question, you know, you could just reach out. Thank you. And I will, I will have all these typed out in the um, show notes. So cool. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That was fun. I loved it. Yes, yes, yes to you. Thank you, beautiful souls. I deeply appreciate you. I love Akashic Conversations and sharing this resource with you. If you have any questions, you can reach me by email at tatiana at yes2soul.com. My Instagram is yes2soul and my website is yes2soul.com. I have these links in the show notes. Let your light shine and be radiant. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review, and of course, share. With all my love, light, and with highest blessings, thank you so much.